It's your boy Drew Moore, and I'm back for more talk, baby. It's your boy Drew Moore. At the end of the year of 2019, this is December, right? We're at the end of 2019, going into 2020. And some of you guys are ready to make New Year's resolutions. And I don't understand why. Now, y'all look at me like, Drew, I mean, what do you mean? That's, a, that's what we say. Say what we're going to. And just make goals and dreams for yourself. They do every year, right? Don't they? We go through this every year. You hit the gym, you go for a month, and you're done. Right? You set out to do all these wonderful things, and you don't accomplish them. Well, let me try to help you accomplish some things today. Don't worry about what other people do. Don't worry about what other people bring to the table. What do you bring into the table? I mean, think about what, what do you bring into the table? Let's worry about you. We always worry about somebody. Well, they're doing it. Well, so now you're trying to keep up with the Joneses, Joneses and you don't even know who the Joneses are. Worry about what, what you're bringing to the table to feed your family. What are you bringing to the table to help your life? You can't worry about what everybody else is bringing. What they're bringing only benefits their life. They're not bringing anything to help your life. They're bringing something to help their own lives. Because they got some resolutions as well. They got some goals and dreams and admirations that they're trying to get to, and they're not worried about you. But it's a sad thing when you're not worried about yourself because you're worried about everybody else. So I'm here to tell you that it doesn't work that way. It's time, and the time is now. Not 2020. This is your time. You say you only got four days left. That's all right. A lot can happen in four days. If you put your mind to work right now on what you need to do, you'll be surprised. You'll even feel better about yourself. Oh, yeah. You will feel better about yourself. You're accomplishing things right now to change your life. It makes you feel good when you accomplish those things. So you're going to wait till 2020 just to start, start accomplishing something? Start your goals and dreams right now. Today. Not tomorrow. Tomorrow is not promised to you. Start now. Quit trying to do what everybody else do. Because see, you're going to get what everybody else got too. Unfinished goals, unfinished plans, trying to set new ones. Don't worry about other people. I'm going to teach you how to worry about you. We're talking about the power to change. And it's time to change right now. It's time to change your thinking. You have to change your thinking. You're limited on your thought process. You're limited. Why? What do you mean, Drew? I'm limited on my thinking. I ain't stupid. No, I didn't think you were stupid. 
I didn't say you were dumb. Let's get that clear. I, I tell you, matter of fact, let me. I tell you this. I corrected somebody the other day. They misspelled some, some words, and I sent them a message and said, "Hey, I see that you misspelled a few words in what you were saying. So I wanted you to make sure you you notice that, and make sure you switch that and switch that, and you know say something the right ones. I see nobody else probably have corrected you, so I just want to give you, let you know that. And they got mad at me. Told me I'm not stupid." Thanks for being funny. You're limited. Their thinking is limited. Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. The only way you can understand what I'm saying is you got to change your thought process. And the only way you change your thought process is that means you got to do some things different. And the number one thing you have to do is start studying. Whatever arena that you're in, in order to do something different, you got to study it even more. Because I can could, I could have everybody raise their hands right now. Whoever in here, whoever has the everything on their list for New Year's resolution of 2019, if you raise your hand, I bet you not even half the people could raise their hand. If I say just do a third that was on the list, I bet you it would be less than half to raise their hand. Why? Because you're not doing anything different. You're doing the same thing and expecting a different result. That's the definition of insanity. You, you're doing the exact same stuff, but then you want something to change in your life. Just like some of y'all saying, I want a husband. I want a wife. But what are you doing to get them? Because every time I, I skim past your Facebook page, you, you take a picture of your backside instead of them seeing the beautiful smile on your face. Who cares you got a big butt? Who are you going to attract? See, you're limited in your thinking. You want a husband. But you do, you put all the wrong stuff up on social media. You're not putting up uh, videos of you cooking. You're not putting up videos of you confessing the right stuff. You're not putting pictures of you reading a book. It's going to benefit your life. You're not putting those things up. But you want a husband. So when a man goes to your page, what does he see? A woman with a big booty. That says, I want a husband. But what are you doing to attract him? Because doing what all the average women do, if you, I can go to, if I want to see a big booty, I go to the strip club. I don't have to, I don't have to look on social media for free and see one with clothes on. I go to the strip club and see one with no clothes on. So what makes you different from them? Because y'all both give me the same thing. Your butt. What are you calling me a stripper? No, I'm not calling you a stripper. I'm calling you that you're limited in your thinking. And you need to grow your thought, your thought process. Man, you're not excluded. You, you, you putting all your, your money all over social media, showing people all, all that little childish stuff because you ain't used to having nothing and you say, I want a wife. Every post, everything that you put up on social media has something to do with tricks. All the stupid stuff that amounts to nothing. And you say, I want a wife. The immaturity that she sees in you, she would never want you. She don't want you to cover her. She don't want you to lead her. 
You're not showing her anything. You're not posting uh, uh, pictures of you praying. You're not putting up a post of you praying, say you're covering your wife. You're not putting up things to show that you could be in leadership. You're not posting anything that has anything to do with being responsible. And y'all say, oh, it's all about Facebook. Facebook is not nothing you take serious. Why not? Because what's in you what comes out of you. What's in the heart flows the issues of life. What's on the inside must come out. Whatever you put on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever you put on there is what's in your thought process at that time. That's a part of who you are. That's a part of your being. You have to change your mind. Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Some of y'all want to grow your business, but you don't put anything up that has to do with business. Because it's just social media. How are you going to start a business if you don't even talk about the business starting? Or that you have already started? How are you going to grow the business if nobody knows that you have a business? Social media has thousands and thousands and thousands of people. Millions of people around the world on social media. Even overseas. You know how many people that can see your business if you do things right and market things right? You can do marketing. You have marketing tools right there on social media that you can pay, and they'll market for you. When I put out stuff, it tells me, if you pay this amount of money, you can have this go out right now, and it'll reach another thousand people. You have tools available for you, and you don't use them. You have to start somewhere. And we're mad that nothing has changed in our lives. Some of you guys want promotions at work, and you can't even get to work on time. How can they trust you? You're not even willing to stay late. How can they trust you? You do the same thing you always done, you'll get what you always got. Did you hear what I said? You do what you've always done, you'll get what you always got. But it's going to take discipline. It's going to take discipline to get you in that position. But you got to want it bad enough. This is about the power to change. You have the power to change things. Be the boss of you. You have the power to change. It's all up to you. How bad do you want it? Be the boss of yourself. Take control of yourself. We're willing to boss everybody else around but won't boss ourselves. Yeah. You boss everybody else around and won't boss yourself. Take charge of your life. We can put up all the places. I'm a boss. I'm a boss. Rick Ross said he the boss. And he showed you how much of a boss he was because he didn't limit himself to music, did he? He said, no, I like chicken wings. <laughs> so guess what I'm about to do? I'm about to go own some chicken wing places. I'm about to buy into the franchise and I'm about to own a few of these. And he did. And he employs people. He's the boss. What he says goes. How many people are you employing? You can't you can't employ other people and you haven't even employed yourself. You haven't even employed yourself. You scared to talk to yourself. And demand things out of yourself. If you want to change your life, you have to demand some things out of yourself. 
And you have to take control of yourself. You have to take control out of your, your own life. It's not going to work no other way, people. It's not going to work. How bad do you want it? We're talking about the power to change. In order to change, you have to change your mindset. You have to take control over your life. Be the boss that you are designed to be. Be that for yourself first. That means you have to be real with yourself. You have to be real with yourself. Be the boss. See, when you put it, when you when you be the boss of yourself, then you can say, I'm the boss. Because see, being the boss means you're taking charge. That means you're able to figure out some stuff and be able to execute. You're able to handle the situation. And if you need to tell somebody else to do something, you're able to do that. Effectively. But let's start with you first. Be the biggest boss that people have seen thus far. So Rick Ross said, I'm the biggest boss that you've seen thus far. Be the boss. Feel great about it. Feel good about taking your life back, taking control of your life. Feel great about that. Be happy. Aren't you happy if you can you can get up every day and live the life that you want to live? Your kids happy, your spouse happy, your boyfriend, your girlfriend happy, you live in life, all the bills is paid, that you got a roof over your head, you got the car you want to drive, you got your promotion, you got some money in your pocket, you got everything that you desire. Wouldn't you feel great about that? Doesn't that feel good? Wow, I get to I, I get to live life to its maximum potential. I'm able to live life and I feel great about it. When I wake up in the morning, I feel good. I'm not saying storms is not going to come. Because see, the storms is going to pass. But see, being a boss, you're able to get through those storms because you know how to manipulate some things and not in a bad way. But you know how to maneuver, I should say. You know how to maneuver, and when there's time for that storm to pass over, you're in the right place. You're in the right place for that rainbow. And it feels so good. You got to take control. If you want to do something different, then you got to think differently. If you want to do something different, you got to think differently. I told somebody the other day, I think I posted it on social media. Some of the same problems you face is a result of the people you embrace. I'll say it again. Some of the same problems you face is because of the same people you embrace. Had to cut some people off before 2020. Don't be talk, don't be trying to carry nothing into 2020. Here's your time to start right now. Before 2019 is up. Make the change and feel great about it. Be the boss. You got some employees in your lives that's not doing you any good. They're bad for business. You've done all the coaching you can do. You give, you're giving them their write-up. You're giving them their suspension. It's time for termination. It's time to terminate some of them people that's in your lives that's no good for you. You don't need to carry that over into 2020. You need to deal with that right now. 
See, when you take control over your life, you got to get rid of some of the people that's in your life. Because some of the problems that you face is because of people that you embrace. And you and a lot of you know it and just haven't dealt with it. But see, when you're changing and you have the power to change and you're being a boss over your life, these are the things you have to do. Because other than that, you live it, you live it for other people. You live it based off how they feel. You live it off based off how they what they're going to say about you. What they're going to think about you. People are always going to have something to say about you. If they know you or not, who cares? How many of them are living your life? You say, well, they're not my life. Well, they're life. Because that's why you hold on to them. And they're, to they're toxic. They're damaging. They're like C4 waiting to blow your life up. And you're holding the dynamite in your hand. And you keeping it around you to ruin your life. Oh, I've been there. I was warned about it too. And I didn't listen. And it blew my life up. Yeah. It blew my life up. Changed my life forever. For a long time. It took me a long time to get out of the situation I was in. Because I didn't listen when somebody told me some of the things that I faced is because of the people that I embraced. I didn't want to believe it. I heard what he said and I believe it. I believed it, but I didn't do anything about it. And I chose to keep them around. They were C4. And it blew me up. It cost me a lot of stuff. It cost me a lot of things. Yeah. I can't blame nobody else but me. Because see, I was told about it. Just like I'm telling you. You want to change? You want to you stop facing some of them issues? Stop embracing some of them people. Let them go. I think I better let it go. Yeah, let it go. Let it go, baby. Let it go. Let it go. It's okay. Some more people are going to come into your life. See, the more you grow, some other people will form into your life because you're going to another level. Just like going to school. You don't stay in kindergarten. You go to the first grade. You go to the second. Each level, each grade that you go to, you learn a lot more stuff. And each grade you go to, you meet more people, don't you? And they become your friends. Each grade you go to, you always develop more friends. Some of them you kept along the way, too. And that's fine. But the ones that did you no good, you, you kept going and you made some more friends. You may, have, you may have fell out with some of your friends. They were once your friends. And you had, because of things that didn't coincide with what you had going on. And along the way, guess what? The next grade, you made some more friends. And then you made some more friends. And then you met some people that just helped you along the way too. Maybe just a study buddy. They wasn't a friend. They just a study buddy. Hey, I, I, I'm here for you if you need me. People just to help you out. The higher you go on the level, the more people you're going to meet. So quit worrying about that person. Oh yeah, be the boss. Feel good about it. Knowing that you're going to benefit from that. Are you ready? Are you ready to take flight? You ready to go? Are you ready for that next move? Are you ready for that promotion? Are you ready for your business? Are you ready for your financial increase? Are you ready for your husband? Are you ready for your wife? Are you ready to stand in front of people and speak and, and change the lives of thousands and thousands of people? 
Are you ready to become that doctor? That lawyer? The next best of whatever in sports, whatever you have, whatever you're good at, whatever what's on your mind, on your on your heart and your mind to do. Are you ready? Because in being ready, that means you go through preparation. <laughs> yeah. Are you ready? Because, see, I can tell you like this. I'm not where I want to be. Some of the same people that I listen to, I'm chasing after. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm chasing after them. And I'm just building, and I'm building, and I'm building, and I'm building. And you know how when you run a track, and they say, on your mark. Get set. That's where I'm at. And I'm going. And I'm running, and I'm running, and I'm running. And I ain't going to run until I catch them. I'm not going to stop running until I catch them. And, and, and in the process of me running, I got to stay prepared. I gotta, that's why I got to stay conditioned. Because my running don't stop. My grind doesn't stop until I catch them. Until I surpass them. See, some of them making 50, 60, 70, 100,000 an hour. That's where I want to be. And pass them. Eric Thomas will tell you right now. He know he's not going to be in that position forever. That's why he grind the way he grind. He do all the things he do. So when that person, whoever that whoever that person that catch up to him and pass him up, when his time is up, he able to live off of everything that he's done for the rest of his life and still take care of his family and, and set aside for his children and his children's children. He did everything he was supposed to do is what he said. I'm trying to be that dude. I don't care who coming. I'm not worried about, see, that's the thing. I'm not worried about nobody else. I don't care who's ahead of me. I don't care who's behind me. I don't even care who's beside me. I'm responsible for me. You need to be responsible for you and go after what you're going after. And be the best version of yourself every single day. Every day you get up, you should look and say, what can I do different than I didn't do yesterday? What can I do different than yesterday? How can I be better today than I was yesterday? How can I make that happen? There's something that I didn't do yesterday that I can do today to be better than yesterday. I want to be the best version of myself every single day. It may just be continue reading. You might, you're going to learn something else as chapter, each chapter, you're going to learn something different. Take notes. Study. The Bible says study to show thyself approved. Study. It don't say read. It says study to show thyself approved. Yeah, the rest of us are unto God, a workman that needs not to be ashamed, rightly divided in the word of truth. But what I'm trying to get you to understand is you need to study. Because when, when things come up in your, in your arena, when you're, when you're put on a spot, you need to be ready. And whatever you talk about, you need to be able to understand. Because remember, if somebody there is going to be higher than you. Just been there doing it longer than you have. And you may be on their on, on their heels to take their spot. But if you don't know half of what they know or more than what they know, or at least as much, it's going to be a problem. That's why I, I promise you I'll be a I'll be a long I'll be a longer student than I ever be a teacher. I will, I will always be a forever student because I'll never stop learning. I'll never stop studying. I'll never stop listening. It'll take me farther than I am being a teacher. And for you to listen to the sound of my voice, 
I always study. I ain't always want to sit there and stand up and talk in front of people. I don't even like talking in front of people. If you want to be honest about it. I want to work behind the scenes. But I understand I gotta, I'm got. i on a mission. I know my purpose in life. And my purpose don't call for me to be behind the scenes. I have to be up front. The question is, are you ready? Because being ready is going to sometimes take you out your comfort zone. It's going to put you in unfamiliar territory. It's going, it may hurt sometimes. Blood, sweat, and tears. No sleep. That's why I love reading biographies. I love look, listening to them and watching them on videos and all that kind of stuff. I talk about grinding a lot. Getting to where you need to be. No sleep. No food. Ask Beyonce. Ask 50 Cent. Ask Kevin Hart. I just watched, it. I just watched the biography of Kevin Hart. And his wife said, I don't think this man showered in two or three days. And she was fussing saying, you didn't shower. He said, yes, I did. He said, she said, no, you did not. You've been running, 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 running nonstop every day. You come on real quick, you take an hour nap, and you back up, and you're gone again. All you do is run, run, run. You ain't, you, you ain't, you haven't showered. And I believe he haven't because the way he was looking, he was just trying to make her, make her leave him alone. But he probably didn't shower. Sometimes that's the grind. I mean, we all need to shower. But, you know, when, when you're when you in your grind, you forget to do things. You, you don't have time to stop. Ask Beyonce. She said when she was on set, she forgot, she forgot to eat. I think two days were passed. I could be wrong. It could be a day. But I think she said two days. She said, I forgot to even eat. How you people say, how you forget to eat? Because I'm grinding. My thought process is on my grind. Not food in my stomach. When I'm done grinding, that's what's going to put food in my stomach. But right now, it ain't about food. I have something more important than food. You say you're ready. 50 Cent says sleeping is for suckers. Sleep, what's that? Sleep? It's all about grind. It's all about getting to that next level. When, when you're so caught up in, your, in, in going to the next level and doing what you need to do to get there, you forget to go to sleep. You don't even know what time it is half the time. It's many nights I've been up and didn't even realize what time it was. When I looked at, the, when I looked at finally looked at uh, time, it was four o'clock in the morning, five o'clock. Or I've been up, I literally been up for twenty four hours. Yeah, you forget to do the things that you normally would do. What the average person will be doing at that time. 7 o'clock, most people are eating. 8 o'clock, most people are eating. They get out of work. They get home. They get dinner prepared. They sit down and they eat. They relax before they go to bed. The process you're going through, you'll look up. I'm still doing the exact same thing. And you're doing it again the next day. And I'm still working on the exact same thing I was working on the day before. Sometimes that happens when you say you're ready. When somebody say go, when it's when you say go, because you're your own boss. When you say go, you may forget some things that people think is important every single day. You got to sleep. You got to rest. You got to rest. You know the only people that you ever hear say you got to rest is the ones that's not grinding. Trust me. Ask anyone. 
that grinds and know what a true grind is, the only people that tell you you got to rest is the ones that's not grinding. Oh, you're going to fall. You're going to hurt yourself. You don't want to turn on seat. You're going to... The mindset of the common man. You're a commoner. That's why you say that. Well, the doctor said, yep, yeah, keep listening to that doctor. Because when that doctor was getting his degree, ask him, did he lose any sleep when he was in school? Ask him, was he studying to make sure he passed that test? Ask him, did he lose a day of sleep? Ask him, did he eat? Every time. Ask him. But that's the same one to tell you to make sure you get 8 to 12 hours of sleep. See, I was taught in the military, you can train your body to do whatever you want to do. And your body will react to it. Different mindset what the doctor told you, huh? So when I'm in my grind, and I'm going, and I'm pushing, and I'm pushing, I'm not even tired. Because my body don't have time to react to being tired. I don't give it the opportunity to react. Now you have to rest. You have to rest. And you could go on overload. But a day or two ain't going to put you in overload. Only time you're going to go on overload is when you put your mind on resting. You say you're ready. Are you ready? But here's one thing that you you must do. You got to check yourself. You got to check yourself. You want to check everybody else, but don't want to check yourself. You can go to that fast food restaurant and know that you, I matter of fact, I'll give you this, because I went to the fast food restaurant earlier today. It's close by the house. I ain't feel like driving all around trying to figure out what I want to eat. McDonald's right up the street. So I went to McDonald's. Yeah, I don't eat a lot of it, but it was quick, it was fast, and it was what I wanted. And it's not really fast. They say fast food, but it ain't really fast. Here's, here's what happened. I went through McDonald's. I'm the only one in the drive-thru. There's nobody in front of me, and there's nobody behind me. I ordered my meal. I'm not even going to tell you what I ordered because you're going to say, y'all eat like a fat dude. <laughs> but I ordered my food and I got it in a large with a nice sweet tea. I got to the window to pay. I asked the lady, I said, can you make sure the fries are fresh? She said, oh yeah, we got some down in the grease right now as we speak. Those are her exact words. I said, are you sure? Can you please make sure they're not the ones that they re-dumped into the grease? She said, oh, we don't do that. I said, yes, you do. Because I've seen it done. Yes, you do. I said, but if you got some fresh fries coming out that's hot and ready, I'm, I'm with that. Okay, thank you. I went to the next window to pick up my food. The lady reaches out, hands me a drink. You know what she says? Can you go pull it in the reserve parking lot one for me, please? I looked at my rear view to make sure nobody's behind me and still no one behind me. So what am I waiting on? I'm the only one here. So when I got to reserve one, there was somebody there. So I parked the reserve two and I went inside. I looked around the I looked around McDonald's. There was two people in there, and the other two were employees. There was a total of four people besides myself. A total of four people. Two of them were employees and two of them were guests. One was already eating her food. The other guy was sitting waiting on his food with a full staff of employees. So you're talking to somebody that used to manage restaurants as GM. So I know what to look for. And I'm looking and I'm like, this is all wrong. So when I got my when I finally got my food and I walked out the door and put a fry in my mouth, they were not hot. Now, the question is, how would have some of you reacted to that? Some of you would have went back in there and lost your mind. First of all, I had to wait for no reason. There's no reason I should have waited this long when I'm the only one here. I'm the only one that was in drive-thru. And then when I get my food, I, 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 I literally asked, 
for hot fries, and I picked, I picked several up to put in my mouth, and I ate it with no problem because it wasn't even hot. You would have, you would have checked them. You would have asked for the manager, then you would have checked them. So you want a refund, and you better get some fresh food, and it better be free. Tell me I'm lying. Y'all would have been like, "This is ridiculous." Now I had some, I had some things to say, but I just said to them, "I did my venting away from McDonald's. I wasn't going to give my food back to them because I'm, I'm ready to go." Some of you would have checked them. Some of you go to Red Lobster, Olive Garden, Longhorns, wherever you go, Applebee's, TGI Fridays, Chili. I don't care where you go. You ask for a steak or wherever, whatever you ask for. I'm going to use steak because I like ribeye steak because I've seen this happen too many times when I manage restaurants. People get confused when they say well and rare. You say, I want rare. They bring you out well. And you feel like it took too long to get your food. Why Why is it taking so long? You finally get your food and you cut into your steak. And there you go. Got the wrong steak. Not what you asked for. Wrong grade. You calling the manager. How are you going to react? You're going to re Oh, I asked for this. I asked for that. And how are you going to bring me this? You guys are not paying attention. Did you take my order correctly? How dare you do this to me? This food better be on the house. You better give me a discount. You willing to check everybody else, but you want to look in the mirror and check yourself. You don't look in the mirror and say, I messed up. Look at the position I'm in. Look at the position I put my children in and everybody else that care about. Look what I'm doing to them. You better check yourself. You better get yourself in order. You can scream down one's throat, but won't even scream down your own. Chickity, check yourself before you wreck yourself, because it's bad for your health. Yeah, a little hip-hop. That's old school. Chickity, check yourself before you wreck yourself. You won't even check yourself, but you want to check everybody else around you. You put on a whole show and demanding what you want, but you want to demand the respect from yourself. How dare you? How dare you want somebody to respect you when you don't respect yourself? You want somebody else to love you, but you don't love yourself. You don't even check yourself and say, I need to learn how to love. But you want somebody to love you. You want somebody to talk to you in a, in a, in a, in a, in a respectable manner, but you don't know how to talk to no one. Don't that seem a little strange? You won't even check yourself. You need to look in the mirror and say, I need to do something about myself. You're messing up. You need to fix yourself. Yeah, you need to look in the mirror and point at yourself and tell yourself, you need to fix yourself. How dare you do this? How many of you guys have the heart for it? <laughs> How many got the heart for it? Yeah. Some of you brought kids into this world. And you say you, you 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 tell other people, I ain't asked for this. Did your children ask for it? But you giving it to them. I had I had to do a self evaluation myself. I'm not telling you something I haven't done myself. You got children at stake. Check yourself. Get yourself in order. You I you better not let another year go by. Doing the same thing and getting the same results. Are you insane? You got to be crazy. How many of you guys gonna do that? The same way you get that cashier. 
and gave you the wrong change or didn't couldn't comprehend your order or that server that there wrote down the wrong thing or you got the wrong drink what check are you going to check yourself like you check them remember we're talking about the power to change you want a different result you got to do some things differently See, what's, pop what's popular isn't always right, and what's right isn't always popular. You better quit thinking about other folks and how they view you. The only one you need to worry about how they view you is, is you. Because how you view yourself, everybody else is going to fall into place with how you view yourself. And the ones that don't, remember, we already talked about the, the ones that you embrace. Them toxic people, you just get rid of them. Everybody else is going to line up. You're the boss. Did we just talk about that? You're the boss of yourself. So what you put in place, everybody else is going to follow. Yeah. Then somebody be willing to put a ring on it. As Beyonce said. They be willing to put a ring on it. So when they say he that findeth a wife find a good thing, oh yeah, he found it. He found a good thing. Because she learned how to be her own boss. She learned how to check herself. She learned how to align some things in order and she put things in place. If everybody followed behind, she knew how to love herself. He knew how to sell. He knew how to be a leader. He knew how to put some things in order and everybody behind him lined up. Head hot, chest out, let's go. So when he snatched up that good thing, everything is in place. He can love you and she can love you the way you need to be loved because they love themselves. They ain't insecure about that. Self-love. I'm a boss of me. So when it's time to take your roles in a marriage, you don't have to worry about being submissive because you know your place. You fall right in line. You know it is to be because you fall right in a place. Because you know your role. Because you learned it so long because you was the boss over it and you studied it and you grew from it and you're the best version of yourself. You have to hold yourself more accountable than everybody else. You can't hold everybody else accountable and won't hold yourself. You got to hold yourself accountable. It is called accountability. Accountability. You got to hold yourself accountable more than you hold anybody else. You ever had your children come to you and try to tell you something that you've done? You're like, boy, shut your mouth. Girl, shut up. I ain't trying to hear all that mess. Because they probably seen something that you did. And they're trying to hold you accountable because you didn't hold yourself accountable. taking any responsibility or holding ourselves accountable, nobody else will be able to tell us that because we are we are, we are already in line. And, and it don't take days and days. Your pride take days and days to say, I'm sorry. I messed up. That's your pride. It don't take days. It don't take you to get yourself together. That's pride. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. We're talking about the power to change. Quit letting pride set in the way and take accountability for your actions. And taking accountability means you got to open your mouth. Quit whipping.
trying to sweep things under the rug and trying to make tomorrow a better day, thinking everything is okay. It is not okay because you didn't deal with it. You didn't take accountability for what you've done. And before 2020 get in, some of you need to take accountability. You need to go back to some people and say, you know what, I'm sorry. For whatever it is that you've done, you know what it is. It, whoever, a loved one, a friend, uh, a child, a relative, whoever it is, an associate, it don't matter. It might be your neighbor. You better go say, I'm sorry. Because I'm, I, got, I have the power to change, and I'm changing some things in my life, and I want to get it right before 2020 come in. Now is the time. You may be holding up your blessings because you don't want to be accountable. Let that resonate for a minute. Let that resonate. Hold yourself. Look, let me tell you something. You are not little anymore. You're not babies. We're not children. One thing we can learn from children is see, they can be they can play one second and hate each other the next and be playing again in a few more minutes. You're not little anymore. We hold on to stuff as adults. We bottle stuff in. And we let it resonate in our spirits. And then we lash out. We hold it and we hold it and we hold it and we lash. You're not little anymore. You got to take accountability. Them kids can do that and play because they understand each other. That's the level that they're on. Remember when I said when you go from grade to grade, you got a different level. And each year is another level. You understand more because you're getting taught more in school by different teachers, and it's another level, and it's another level, and you change your math because it's another level. You're going from algebra to, 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 to geometry to trigonometry to calculus. You're going through, you're going through all these different stages. You're not little anymore. You're not a baby anymore. You can't do the same thing that you did when you was little. Quit making those excuses of what you did when you was growing up. You are a grown adult and you make adult decisions and you make adult money and you take care of adult responsibilities. It is time out for making excuses of what you didn't have growing up. What mama couldn't give you, what daddy didn't give you, if daddy was there. It's time. And if you need help in the area, then you better get some help. Because you are limiting your ability by making excuses. Children make excuses when they don't want to get in trouble. So they'll make themselves so they don't, they, don't, they don't get caught out there. We all done it. I've been expelled from school growing up. Because I made the wrong decision. Because I got angry real quick. Had a temper. I let it get the best of me. And I picked up a chair and I threw it. You know, I didn't throw it at a student. I threw it at a teacher. And to make sure I didn't get in trouble, I lied. My mama came to the school to try to get me back in school after talking to the police and everything. And the whole class lied for me. Except one little girl. And my mom stood in the classroom before class was let in. And she questioned everybody as everybody went in the door, one by one. The teacher allowed her to do it, one by one. Everybody said no to the last little girl. She says, I don't want to be involved. My mother knew right then that I did it. Because if she would have said no, she would have said, okay, well, and he must didn't do it because everybody said he did. All it took was one to say she didn't want to be involved, which told my mother she didn't want to lie for it. My mother still couldn't prove it, so I didn't get in trouble. But those are kid days. I can't do that now. I have to take the responsibility and accountability for what I do. What I do now can land me in jail. What I do now can have me in the grave. 
I do now can have me broke for the rest of my life. What I do now can have things taken away from me that can never return. I can be punished by my own actions. I'm not little anymore. You're not little anymore. You can't go run and hide and cover up in a blanket and cry and say, uh, 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 I'm mad. Because Tommy didn't give this to me. Richard told me that I couldn't make any money. I didn't know what I was doing. You're not little anymore. You can't do the same thing you did when you were younger. Some of you are still trying to. You're trying to live out your younger days. Have fun at the age you are, but you're not little anymore. God forbid if you try to play some of these games, some of us can't play duck, duck, goose anymore. We can't sit down because we may not be able to get back up. Duck, duck, hold on. Don't goose me because what? My back aching. Please don't goose me. <laughs> we can't do it. We don't move like we used to move. Because your body don't stretch and your body don't form the way kids' bodies form. Because when you're younger, you have that flexibility to move as quick as you want to do. Your metabolism has slowed down, way down. Some of us still have a little bad metabolism. But some of us lost that a long time ago. I know I did. Look at my stomach. But I'm doing something about it, though. I've dropped pounds. When I was a teenager, when I was in my 20s, I, I didn't have to work hard. If you look at my pictures when I was in the military, I was like Popeye the Sailor Man. I was all upper body and I was laying on the bottom. When I go to the doctor, they tell me, you, you, have, you barely have fat. I know everybody has some type of fat, but a regulation, they look at you and they say, you have zero body fat. Well, according to the common man, but we know we all store fat. Man, even till right now, they tell me when I go to the doctor, when they do my pulse and everything, they check me out. You have a textbook score. They've been telling me that for years and years and years. And now I'm not even at the same doctor. I'm not with the same people. Time has changed. Because I'm taking accountability for me to make some things change in my life. They say if it's broke, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, that's only for a few things. You've got a very limited amount of things in your life that you probably don't need to fix that you just do okay with and it's working for you. But you still have to grow. You can't stay in the same spot because you're going to get the same results. You still have to grow with whatever is working right. You're not little anymore. You're not going to get tapped on the hand. No, no, don't do that. Now you're going to get yelled at. Somebody's probably going to hurt your feelings. And you can't, you don't have time to go run and hide and get on some covers and say, I'm not your friend anymore. Mm. You ain't got time for that. It's time for you to change some things in your life. And you got to be an adult to do it. Somebody should be shouting right now, it's my time. It's my time. 2019 is your time. Are you ready? Scream, I'm ready. You should be yelling right to the top of your lungs, I'm ready. Get excited about what you're about to do because right now you need to be doing it. That's it. You got to do it. Scream, I'm ready. We're talking about the power to change.
It's your boy Drew Moore. And that's it. See you next time.